Not you born hustler, stunning is my strong suit. Flexing with a hundred cash, look at what these songs do. Can't stand the baller, baby, I do what I want to. I be with some steppers, I don't care about what you gon' do. Where shit like the Warriors, all my gon' shoot. He gon' have to take a loss, so my gon' to. I know a bad, bad, not who she belong to. I just picked a Cuban up from Wafi, these stones new. Doji and Gabbana's on my feet, and he's my favorite pal. Got a lot to lose, still can't be scared to take it down. I was in them slums, get dreadful like some Haitian hell. I come from that zoo, it's just Cobra's pigs and they get down. Quality content. Nicholas Manning. Love the correlation. You like the reach? That's what it is. Yep. That was a. Oh, man. We got cars going out left and right, and I forgot to put music on, so. <laughs> we were we were up against it today, that's for sure. But uh, joining us today, not only our very own Tony Comas, but uh, we have special guest Kyle Bell. Former CSU great, Cal Bell, big time uh, running back, has some uh, cool things we're going to be talking about. Tone, are you on the line, too? I am. Okay. Yeah, I didn't I was know just, if we lost uh, you there for a sec. No, I'm good. I was just trying to take in that just amazing musical uh, <laughs> selection. I'm telling uh, you, it there. was last minute stuff. We were uh, getting a couple vehicles out before uh, it was game time. Before mm-hmm. showtime, yeah, like back to back to back. That so car we were, literally left. We were hustling two minutes before we started. Yeah. No, I love it, and that's awesome. The fleet is 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 exactly that. It's you better catch it before it goes out. Because that's how quick the cars with drives a mile high come in. They go out. You guys have a fleet with some with. Uh, I, I always want to lead with the Audi R8, and, and my heart is broken right now. Yes, I, I really hope that 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 the that the R8 will make its way back into the fleet, um, just because of a uh, just a complete freak kind of issue that happened um with the driver and, and an unfortunate incident but you guys the fleet is still packed you've got the 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 cars in there the jeeps the everything to go and, and when i think about your fleet like if i'm gonna put i i like to mix kind of your vet that you have there you have a couple of them but then mix it with the Rubicon, and what you get is a perfect Kyle Bell. Right, Kyle? I mean, <laughs> would you agree that that's what you get right there? You get some of that rugged and toughness, and a guy that's going to go out and run a 10K or maybe a half marathon <laughs> on the weekend. But at the same time, he's going to take the trail while everyone else is on the road. That's what I'm talking about, Kyle Bell. You know, like it's, uh, it's about having the ability to do a lot of different things, but whatever you do, do it in style. We love that. Absolutely. Uh, The pleasure to have another great interview here on the Fan Cave. Kyle Bell, I'm glad to hear your voice again. Former CSU Ram, but not a former CSU Ram great. You will always be a CSU Ram great. Um, Everything with college football, the landscape is changing. Would you agree right now? Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got a lot of, I mean, it seems like you've got a lot of things kind of, starting to branch off from how kind of the traditional, uh, you know, the traditional ways the things have been, you know, you got a lot of different things with conferences. You got a lot of, you know, this whole thing with the transfer portal. And now all of a sudden you got guys, uh, you know, maybe having the opportunity to 
use their their name, their you know their image, their likeness to uh, you know be compensated. Um, and so I think you know it's a lot a lot of things that I think have been a long time coming. And so it's uh, it's refreshing to see you know kind of some uh, moves in the right direction as far as kind of that maybe flexibility or you know just ability for guys to you know to kind of capitalize. Um, on what they have from a personal brand standpoint. You mentioned the NIL, Kyle. This is Lambo Media. You mentioned the um, NIL and, you know, players making a name and brand off of themselves and money off of themselves. Going back to your time playing for CSU, is that something that you would have wished was already implemented? I'm sure, you know, a lot of players uh, wish that this was a thing and is finally being implemented and players are finally benefiting from it. Do you think this is something that needed to be implemented into, you know, the NCAA? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, to your question, would I have turned down a couple extra bucks back in college to, you know, sign some autographs or have my name on a T-shirt or something like that? Absolutely. You know, a little bit of uh, extra spending money in the summer or, you know, just uh, to have that ability to, uh, you know, just kind of use that time, that window of time while you have it uh, as a college athlete to to kind of capitalize off of that. And uh, you know, I, I've always kind of been of the mindset that you know I, I think it is something that has been needed at least from a standpoint again to give these guys and gals the uh, the ability as student athletes to you know to use their own personal brand. Now, I I'm not really the proponent of you know they athletes should be compensated directly from the NCAA from their respective school because I mean I don't even have a clue how you go about doing that in a way that's fair for you know athletes in all sports at all schools Um, and so that that's a whole other conversation I don't think we'll ever go down that road but at least again to kind of get out of the confines of you know compensation for just playing the sport but also you know to use your you know your talents as an individual um, your personality, you know, whatever it is that you kind of have to offer off the field that, you know, you might be able to, you know, make some money doing that in a way that still got to be fair, right? How do you, how do they go about policing this? I think this is going to be something now that we're going to have to kind of learn, you know, they're going to have to really kind of figure out how they're going to make it work from a standpoint of something that that's fair for everybody. And because one of the things you also have to just kind of be mindful of anytime you're talking about money exchanging hands there's always opportunity for uh things to go corrupt or things to not necessarily be on the up and up right so it's it's still kind of a hairy subject with it but at least i feel it's positive that we're kind of starting to explore that territory now now how had this been implemented during your playing time would you have went about anything differently as far as what you're doing with i know social media has changed a lot would you have went about anything differently as far as branding yourself goes, your number on the back of your jersey, you know, your social media game goes? Would you have done anything differently as far as, you know, that that scheme of thing goes? Kyle, before you answer that question, I will answer it for you, uh, McLaren of Sports Media. Kyle <laughs> would have played at Mississippi State. That's what he would have done. With the cowbells just ringing over there. Am I right, Kyle? I mean, come you on. know, yeah, it, it's all about trying to find the, the, the right spot and, you know, uh, being able to effectively market yourself, right? You got to find the right niche, the right market where you can do that. You know, the cowbells didn't even come to be until I got into my sophomore year. So, uh, but no, you know, it's funny because I remember, you know, it was like my sophomore year uh, after I had had a couple starts, a couple big games, and, you know, kind of the, 
I guess excitement was, was, was building just at least in terms of some of the su- success that I was having. Sorry, guys. Uh, can, you, can you hear me? I think I cut out there. <laughs> yep, you're good. Okay, sorry about that. Um, no, the actual, uh, my sophomore year, the, there was a group of guys that, uh, you know, the whole Saturday Night Live skit, um, more cowbell. Actually, some guys had some T-shirts made up that said more Kyle Bell on it. Um, I remember my dad got one, and it was really cool. It's just to kind of, you know, here's some guys that you know just decided to make T-shirts with my name on it. Um, and I remember the university actually kind of got involved and told this group of guys, "Hey, you know, let's, you know, maybe probably not the best idea to, you know, to put his name on there, this and that." And you know, obviously, I never I used a little more cowbell. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> never had anything to do with it on my end. You know, I just kind of thought it was cool that some random guys kind of pay tribute in that way but uh you know so yeah it was kind of hey what if you know these guys sell a couple hundred t-shirts you know and they you know maybe i could get like a dollar on a t-shirt or something like that and i don't think you have to talk about you know paying paying these guys big money you know it doesn't have to be anything that's huge obviously the the cream of the crop as far as people that are going to go on to the maybe next level or play professionally you're going to have their opportunity to make money um, you know, for, for a lot of these student athletes, you know, maybe just a little bit can go a long way, but, but again, how, how do you go about kind of making it to where it's, you know, it's going to be something that you don't have to spend a whole lot of time trying to police or regulate. I think that that's, uh, you said it very well done there. Kyle, can you hang on for another segment, buddy? Yeah, absolutely. Not, not to put you on the spot because there's so much more we want to talk about because not only has the NIL come into play when we're talking about college football but now there's talk and it looks like it's going to happen about an expanded playoff and now you're talking about automatic qualifiers of the top six ranked conference champions that brings the mountain west right into this of course in competition with probably the 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 if you're going to talk uh, about p6 you're going to talk about the american athletic conference too but now all of a sudden a team like colorado state has an opportunity to make the national championship and this playoff. So if you can, we're speaking with Kyle Bell, former Colorado State, uh, great. We're talking about running back. We're talking about um, the changes in college football. So, Kyle, we appreciate you hanging. Uh, don't go anywhere because when we come back, let's break that down a little bit. And all of a sudden, Colorado State fans may have more of a reason to get more engaged with their team and a chance at a national championship it's mile high sports Welcome back to the fan cave. We got the crew here. Um, let's give it a little quick shout out. We got um, we're at the drive drive the mile high studios. Uh, later on, we're gonna go to thirty seventy sports bar. I'm gonna put this song on the jukebox all night. <laughs> uh, we have a great interview going on with Kyle Bell. Um, we have Tony Comas over there. 
Danny Bailey behind the glass, holding it together for us. Guys, Kyle, Tony, where are you at? <laughs> right here, my friend. All right. Um, man, a lot of lot of lot going on earlier. We're talking uh we're talking some um your your college career just seems so interesting and and the way that you you were not able to brand yourself, you know? Um those it should really open up. I know Tony's been really passionate about this and talking about this for quite some time and and uh, it's just very interesting where you can't do that in the college level. However, when it becomes on the NFL level, it's a whole nother ball game. Yeah, I mean, and I think too, it's like how you know if you're a 19, 20 year old you know kid in college, how you know outside of kind of utilizing social media, and which obviously I think can be you know hugely effective in doing that. You know, then all of a sudden, what are these kids going to want to start hiring a publicist? You know, hiring their own marketing team. Uh, you know, maybe kind of take, <clears throat> excuse me, take their focus away from from football, from school. I don't, you know, I, I can't imagine that would be prevalent. But you would, you got to think there'd be some scenarios like that, right? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the kid wants his mom to be his publicist, right? She's out there doing uh, doing a lot of the work, getting a autograph signing sessions or what have you. But uh, I, I find it very interesting too. It's just like you know how. You know what, what what that can take on from uh, I think just uh, from a perspective of kind of now these kids you know how much are they going to focus on that you know how much of the time and energy are they going to spend on that part of it now so that'll be something I think that will be interesting to see too. Well, and you try to think about what that means for recruiting and uh, especially in a state like Colorado where you've got um, I think there's there's close to 13 states now which have signed NIL into law. Uh, of course, you've got most of your SEC schools and, and Southeast states that have, have jumped on that, a couple of the Big Ten. But Colorado did sign it into law. However, the effective date isn't until 2023. So from a re- recruiting standpoint, you have to think about that as an advantage, another advantage for your autonomous five uh, schools, conferences, things like that. But, uh, you know, where, where that kind of playing field I don't want to really say, Kyle, I don't want to say it's leveled out, but what is interesting is that now when we're talking about from a national championship standpoint, the field has opened up a little bit or will open up from, from what has been reported. And what I mean by that is that now you're looking at it, the college football playoff expanding from a 14 to a 12 team, potentially, where the six, the top six conference champions um, are, are automatically qualified. So what does that mean for the Mountain West? And what does that mean for Colorado State, a school led by a uh, football program led by Steve Adazio, who comes from. Uh, some Big East roots. Uh, some he's got some BCS experience, things like that. What you know is this better for Colorado uh, from a Pac-12 standpoint, or is this from an opportunity standpoint better for Colorado State? Well, you know, I think uh, you know as far as that opportunity goes. You know, you got CU who's in a conference where you know you win your conference, you know, you're probably. I mean, not all the time, but you're going to probably have a good shot at getting into that conversation as far as being, you know, in the top top five, top ten teams, probably maybe a good position to get to that playoff. You know, even if it's if it's four, it's a little tougher, right? It's not necessarily you're, you're a shoo by winning the Pac-12. So expansion to 12 definitely 
from that standpoint, you know, if you're the second best team in the Pac-12 and you're still ranked in the top 10, you know, you, you probably have a good chance that you're going to maybe make it into the playoff at that structure. Um, you know, unless you're an undefeated, you know, outright conference champ in the Mountain West, you're not going to be in that conversation. So I think from that standpoint, CU has probably a little bit better angle on what it really means for them. And as far as CSU goes, I mean, you know, first things first, the the, the program, you know, we got to get back to, you know, being a contender in the Mountain West. You know, it's been a while since that's really happened. Um, you know, everything's great as far as talking about playoff expansion from that standpoint, but hey, you got to get back to winning football games and be having your name in the mix every year for at least winning a, a conference championship, which hopefully they're on the path to doing. But I still think for, from a conference standpoint, you know, for these smaller conferences, now when you open it up to that possibility of them getting in, I think it kind of, you know, it, it gives you as a program maybe just a little bit more, uh, a little bit more energy, a little more excitement as you go into a season in which you may be, a, you know, a contender, a really good team. Um, and, you know, just that thought that you could kind of be on that stage at season's end, and it's not just a pipe dream that, you know, a lot of things have to go right for you to even be in the conversation. So I think it's good for everybody. Well, and what's it going to take for CSU? Because I, I, I love what you said there and being realist and being a former player and loving the program um, that they have up there in Fort Collins. What is it going to take? I mean, you have a departure now of Luke McAllister, a uh, quarterback up there, three-star guy who was – um, you know, look to be anointed the 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 next guy at CSU at the quarterback position. That's changed obviously in the last week or two with his departure in the transfer portal. What what's it going to take for CSU to be able to compete year in and year out with teams like uh, San Diego State, with teams like uh, Boise State, obviously with the successes that they've had, and and, and Steve Adazio. What 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 is it going to take for CSU to get back there in the conversation? Oh man, that's uh, you know that's that's the million dollar question, right? I think it's uh, gosh, I wish I knew the answer. I can go probably about a three million dollar question because if you knew the answer, you'd be the head coach, <laughs> right, Kyle? Exactly. Yeah, you know, I got a lot of people saying, hey, "You ever thinking to get into coaching?" It's like, no. What do I know? I, if, if I had the answers, I'd you know maybe already be contributing those. But no, I think uh, you know, I, I just think when you look at it from a more I don't know maybe <clears throat> fundamental standpoint or just even a more simplistic way of, uh, of viewing, you know, where to go from here. I, I think, I, I think keeping a strong core of in-state recruiting, you know, I, I, I was kind of one of the reasons why I was, you know, disappointed to see McAllister not <clears throat> decide to, uh, you know, decide to move forward with, uh, with being around as, you know, he's a Colorado guy. And, and I, I think there's that, that aspect of keeping the local guys local, you know, keeping that, that pride factor of playing for, you know, your home state school, I think it helps with, you know, in that rivalry game against CU. And then, of course, you know, just in general, I, I think that's really, you know, to me it seems like it's something that maybe the focus has really shifted away from, you know, in the last, you know, few years, decade, what have you, just uh, to maybe bring it back to that. And, you know, I, I just think back of to, you know, when CSU was winning conference championships, you know, back to when I was getting recruited to go there, you know, my first couple of years there, just that, you know, that what Sonny Lubick brought to the program back then, just kind of that chip on the shoulder, you know, blue collar mentality of, you know, just going out and, and playing tough football, you know, and, and, and I don't know if, uh, if it's just kind of a, a broader shift in, in the way 
athletes now, you know, kind of develop or, you know, as they kind of get recruited into some of these schools, it seems like that's something that just really hasn't had any presence up in Fort Collins in the last, you know, I mean, several years, many years now. And so not saying that, you know, it, it was something that was perfection back when, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, late 90s, not saying that it was something that revolutionized anything. I just think that that was something there that might be missing now. I think that would go a long way and and at least making yourself a competitive program on a more consistent basis. And I think you nailed it right there. And that's called, yeah, it's being competitive. You also said a word revolutionized. I want to thank you for revolutionizing the fan cave tonight. Kyle Bell, former CSU, great running back, the cowbell. We need more of you on the show is what I will <laughs> tell you right now, Kyle. We appreciate it. Congratulations on, uh, on the personal, uh, attainments that you've done and the goals that you've set and uh keep running man keep running my man absolutely thanks guys yeah it's been too long we'll have to make sure we don't wait uh, as long next time you got it thank yeah, you former csu great kyle bell joining us here on the fan cave um great segments there we broke down nil we broke down some of the opportunities that that might have now been created for csu but at the end of the show ryan roman uh, mclaren of sports media nate would you not agree that it, it comes down to you got to win football games right guys absolutely of course <clears throat> we just need uh we just need to be 10 and 6 and we don't have teddy bridgewater talking <laughs> <laughs> Heck, if Paxson made it 10 and 6, we wouldn't have any talk. Well, I, I was focused on college football, but yeah, we can go right back. We can make a, a hard right and go to the Ross Broncos. But, uh, but no, you know, they've got some talent up there, and I think Kyle nailed it when he talked about keeping the in-state talent in-state. Um, and, and hopefully north of Boulder, northeast of Boulder. And, and you know, you got to do that. It starts there with recruiting. And I think what Steve Adazio can do um, in Fort Collins with his experience and the successes that he's had in the past, this is going to be a big season. There's a reason why Luke McAllister entered the transfer portal. And that means that there's some more talent on the field there that he felt he wasn't going to be able to see the field time. So as much as, as a Luke McAllister uh, being from Monument and a, and a kid that who was on the show, uh, who uh, we would have loved to seen have his successes uh, in Fort Collins, there's a reason why he's gone. And those reasons might be the other guys like Chance Harris. They might be uh, some of the other quarterbacks, Evan Ole's at, at the position too, which could be good news. So, you know, there, there's there's a lot brewing in Fort Collins other than beer. And with that being said, we've got a lot more football talk to talk. We've got some Rockies, which I'm more excited about that. Nate, the McLaren of sports, uh, of Denver sports, is going to talk to us uh, about some Denver or about some Colorado Rockies and what's going on with them. We'll talk to you guys here in just a second. It's the Fan Cave Live from the Drives at Mile High Studios. I'm Tony Comas, Ryan, Rome Romero, Nathan, the McLaren of Sports Media, DB. We'll talk to you guys in just a second. It's milehighsports.com. Here comes the Ready and Now.